Is there chaos in your life? Do you feel overwhelmed by work, life, and relationships? Dr. Dixon shares in this message how God specializes in bringing order out of chaos and how he can give you clarity in all the confusion in your life. Well, bless the Lord. You know what? It's so good to be with you. And this is a time and a season that we are just flowing along and doing everything that we need to do. And, you know, just not rushing into things, but slowly getting into a new normal of what life holds for us. Well, you know what? I want to share with you how you can rest in this that I'm going to share on today. And the fact that it's a safe place when chaos and confusion reigns. It's a place that God created us for. We are created to worship. It's a place where we're supposed to inhabit. People cry out of, and, and, and when they're in prayer, because they cry out for visitation, wanting a visitation. But we should long for habitation. Visitation is where Jesus could visit us or his presence can come upon us, but it won't stay. Visitation is meant to come and go, but we should long to dwell in habitation where the presence of the Lord doesn't leave. We don't have to move out of the presence of God. We choose to leave the presence of God. Worship is where we find peace, joy. Oh, when we worship the Lord, it seems as if all cares go away. Haven't you witnessed that? (laughs) And your focus should always be on worshiping your Father God. But the truth is, when you worship, you take something away from it. Oh, yes. You can take away peace, joy, and hope. Oh, God made every part of you for worship. Oh, he created us for it. And you know what? It really doesn't take much to worship the Lord with all your being. I'll tell you some things. Let me show you an analogy. When you hear your parents' favorite Christmas carol, or yours even, if you're older as I am, immediately the song transports you out of your sterile workday back to your childhood, to a living room bursting with tinsels and gifts and anticipations. Yeah. Or maybe it happens when you smell the spices of cider moving through your house at Christmas time, or the spices and the ginger and the nutmeg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh And when that happens, you have to expect the memory of your grandparents or see your grandfather, as I did, in your kitchen, bragging about a, a recipe that's so good through his playful grin. Oh, yes. Worship with all five senses. Of course, the memories aren't always that idyllic. I had grandparents, grandmother, grandfather, Mother, father, always we had that in our home. But for some, they're unwelcome intrusions into a life under construction, good or bad, sweet or bitter. The memories still come every holiday, each Christmas. And and you know what? You'll find just one small trigger and everything you've loved, lost and treasured seems to swell up in your hearts. Oh, I know. I know. Mm. Nostalgia arrives through your senses when you hear, see, Touch, taste, and smell. It's the ink we use to write our mental autobiographies. We cannot escape our memories because we cannot escape our senses, just like we can't escape ourselves. You know, this is so beautiful because we were created this way for a purpose. God gives us five senses to help us worship him. The sights, the sounds, the smells, the textures, and the tastes. They testify to the diversity of God's gifts and to the depth of worship God deserves. 
Oh, come on with me. But I found that in your pursuit to conform your hearts and minds to Christ, you can often forget the physical elements in worship. When you lose this dimension, you lose what it means to be altogether human. And ironically, you lose a principal way God means to transform your hearts and minds. God, you know, God is so consistent. He builds worship around our senses. Remember the Passover? Standing on the precipice of Israel's chaotic redemption, God commands his people to sit down for a meal. (laughs) A directive that may seem slightly out of place and misguided. But when we see this scene in light of the whole drama, God's instructions are perfect. The Exodus is not just about God leading Israel out of Egypt. It's about God leading Israel into lifelong worship. Passover is theological nostalgia. It defines the redemptive experience of a whole generation, so much so that God commanded an encore performance every year. Exodus 12 and 14. With every lamb, they smelled redemption. Oh, glory to God. When they tasted bitter herbs, they tasted God's goodness. When they fastened their sandals, every step reminded them of his grace. Every time they dipped hyssop, Into blood, they painted their theology. Mm. Remember the temple? The temple is the instrument God uses to overwhelm his people from the outside in. Its worship patterns shock each of the physical senses to press his purposes into his people. God turned and tuned Israel in and her priest to his presence and praise through the taste of showbread. The heat of the burnt offerings, the scent of cedar and incense, oh, the gloss of gold and the echoes of prayers. The temple's multi-sensory experience brought the whole person before the presence and glory of God. Second Chronicles 7 verses 1 and 2. Just like the Passover, every visit to the temple etched, smells, touches, tastes, sounds, and sights into the worshiper's consciousness. After leaving the temple, when a familiar scent or sound broke their routine, they were pulled back into the memory, to the place where God was present, Ah, where their sins went to die, and where God's promises were on full display. Ah! Oh, my, my, my. Remember the incarnation. In Christ, God took on flesh and tabernacle in the midst of his people. John 1 and 14. In Christ, we see God and simultaneously what it means to be truly human. This is why Jesus' ministry invades every part of us, including our senses. Through mud cake eyes, the blind man can see. Ah, Through a touch of his garment, he heals the broken. Mm, Makes a whole. Through voicing a simple prayer, the multitudes taste bread and fish without end. My, my, my. In Jesus The one who created our senses, he entered this world to redeem them. He comes to touch, smell, hear, see, and taste death for his people so that you and I may do what we were made to do. Worship him with every part of our being. Romans 12 and 1. Be that sacrifice. Every part. We were made for this. God calls us to taste this bread of life to drink this life-given water, to see this light of the world, to smell the sheep on our shepherd's good shepherd, to smell the sheep on our good shepherd, to hear his question, who do you say that I am? Ah, 
We were made to touch his nail-scarred hands and see him standing outside the empty tomb, John 20 and 27. Remember the good news? We need to hear and experience the good over and over and over again. The good of the gospel. Hear the gospel. Hear it over and over again. God has made a way for this. Jesus gives us new covenant nostalgia in the bread and the wine of the Lord's Supper. And through the waters of baptism, we see, taste, hear, smell, and feel what it means to move from death to life. Mm. God saves all of us, redeeming and reinterpreting our senses too, so that we can worship him more fully. My God. Oh, let me tell you, God made every part of you for worship. There is a safe place from all the chaos and confusion that's trying to reign. There's a safe place, and that is through your senses. Oh, yes, God made every part of you for worship. He saves us all. He redeemed us. He's reinterpreted our senses. Now you can worship him fully. So taste and see and touch, hear, smell. That the Lord is good. (laughs) Blessed is the man that holds no gender. That puts his trust in him. Psalms 34 and 8. You were made for this. Every part of you. Oh, I tell you right now. Oh, my prayer for you is that you be redeemed. And your senses be reinterpreted to know that you were made every part of you, all of your senses, to worship the Lord, to taste, to see, to touch, hear, and smell that the Lord is good. I declare, oh my, 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 that marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of God's greatness will be commonplace in your life in the name of Jesus. I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Dash is connecting to millions of people all over the globe. And we are asking our listeners to help us continue to further our reach by giving. Through your generous gift and donations, it helps us to disseminate this podcast to your location and all over the world. And since DASH is a 501c3 organization, every generous gift is tax deductible. To learn more, please email us at IamCarolDixon at gmail.com. For we want to serve billions of people positively, productively, and prayerfully. We want to thank you for being a part of the Dash community, for you are the very best part of Dash Podcast. And remember, Dash is always on.